Hello, everyone. Welcome to my Two Cents Podcast. I'm Cindy Young. For many years, I've offered my personal perspective on issues impacting agriculture and rural life in a weekly column and a shorter version in a daily radio program. I pull from my experience as the daughter of farmers and a partner in farming with my husband. Along with my opinion, you'll hear a dose of humor and humility. Thanks for listening. When I close my eyes at night and visions of yellow nutsedge sprouting in otherwise weed-free soil appear in my mind's eye, I know I've spent a lot of hours hoeing in the garden. I do some of my best thinking, planning, and praying when I'm weeding and mulching. It's also hay season here, so the smell of freshly cut, tetted, raked, and baled hay tickles my olfactory nerve as I doze. My slumber is filled with the music, or is it music, of calves and mama cows separated for weaning. Life on the farm certainly stimulates your senses. I know my muscles remember when I buck small square bales onto the wagon bed, and my back won't let me forget the hours spent bent over hoeing those darned nutsedge plants. But as dog-tired as I might be when I go to bed at night, the sights, smells, sounds, and even the tastes of the day can't seem to call it quits. I've always had a pretty good sense about people, too. I'm no Pollyanna, but I generally see the good in people first. Sadly, those of us in agriculture need to use every one of our senses to guard against those self-appointed experts on how we grow our crops and raise our livestock. I do not believe there is one right way to farm. I believe there is a right way for each individual farmer with his or her land and livestock in mind. When Jim and I moved just a few hours south and west from central Illinois to central Missouri, we had to adjust to the soil and topography. We went from mud and sand-bottomed creek beds to rock-bottomed creek beds. Lots of rocks. Everywhere. Every acre on every farm is unique. Every head of livestock on every farm is unique. Every steward of the land and livestock is unique. If you're going to get the most out of every asset, your best bet is to pay attention to that uniqueness. You're sure to learn something from talking with and observing how other farmers farm. Sometimes what you learn is that there is no way in the world that their farming practices would work on your farm. And that's okay. What is not okay in my book is placing judgment on another's practices if they are stewarding the land, livestock, air, and water differently than you do. Organic practices are fine for some, but when I look out at the beautiful and blooming potato plants we have tended with care for several weeks and see those Colorado potato beetles have arrived, I'm happy to take advantage of the pesticide tools available. We read the label and follow the application guidelines and harvest restrictions. If a consumer is willing to pay the farmer using organic practices a higher price for his potatoes, more power to that farmer. However, if the organic farmer points his finger at me and wags his tongue with disparaging remarks about my practices and my potatoes, I have a big problem with that. There's room for all of us in agriculture, 
And if you must sink so low as to badmouth me to sell your potatoes, then your potatoes must not be all that great. Thank you for listening to My Two Cents Podcast. Until next time, I'm Cindy Young.